Telltale Pod Production. Mary Hoffman. Chapter One It Came from Outer Space. A hundred years ago. South Beach was one of the prettiest places in England. Green fields, clean beaches, sparkling streams. It was the last place on earth that an ordinary fisherman would have expected to see a visitor from outer space. And thank goodness he didn't. But it was there all the same. Some sort of probe from hundreds of light years away. It landed in a stream near South Beach and settled there quietly for the next century. Those hundreds of years brought a lot of changes to South Beach. Traffic, buildings, pollution. So it was a very different stream that the two friends Jenny and Amina were walking beside one day in early summer. It's disgusting, said Amina. She felt very strongly about things like people throwing their rubbish into rivers. She felt strongly about Martin Rowlands too. She wouldn't go so far as to call him disgusting, but he certainly was no friend of hers and now he suddenly turned up, spoiling her walk with Jenny. Jenny went up to Martin, who seemed to be feeling ill, but he was as unfriendly as ever. I don't need your help, he snapped, but Jenny wouldn't give up. She made Amina walk back with him to his home, and so the two girls left the stream without seeing the strange red light start to glow in its murky waters. Martin lived in the Burlington Hotel on the promenade. It was only a small hotel, but the girls thought he was dead lucky. His mum ran the hotel. Mrs Rowlands took one look at Martin and knew he was having one of his asthma attacks. It's the traffic, she told her friend Sarah brightly. You could write about traffic fumes. Sarah was a journalist for the local paper, the South Beach Gazette. Jenny couldn't believe her luck. Secretly, she wanted to be a reporter when she grew up, and this was her chance to speak to a real journalist. But Martin made it clear that he didn't want the girls to stay. There weren't many people staying at the hotel. Business was bad. And it wasn't helped by a new mystery illness that had turned up in South Beach. No one knew what it was, 
but lots of people had it, particularly children. Even Miss Grant wondered whether it was safe to stay, and she was one of the few guests left at the Burlington Hotel. And if she went, her friend Mrs MacDonald would probably go too. Martin didn't know how bad things were. He liked to shut himself up in his room and look at the sky through his telescope. Nothing seemed very important when you realised how big the universe was. He was stargazing that evening when the chef brought him some dinner. Chef was a good friend really, but he was always playing tricks on Martin. So when Martin suddenly got excited and said he could see a spaceship, Chef thought he was just getting his own back. You were having me on, he said. There's nothing here. But Martin had seen something. Still, both Chef and his mum thought he was making it up. He got very angry and wished it was men from Mars. It'll show you! he shouted. A bit later, when Miss Grant and Mrs MacDonald were having their dinner, everyone saw the spaceship. Only they didn't know what it was. There were dazzling lights over the sea and then it disappeared. It was all over very quickly and only Martin realised that it must be the ship that he'd seen through his telescope. Everyone rushed out of the hotel. The street was full of people gazing at the sea. It seemed as if everyone Martin knew was there. Sarah Brightly was on the spot with her notebook. Jenny and Amina were on their way home from the cinema. Then suddenly Martin noticed Mr Belcher. It wasn't the spaceship that had brought him to the promenade, though. Mr Belcher was looking for Mrs Rowlands. Martin was uneasy. He knew that Belcher had been pestering his mother to sell the hotel. Jenny knew who Mr Belcher was too. Her dad worked for him in his chemicals factory near the beach. Amina didn't trust him. She thought the tide might be bringing pollution up into the stream from the sea near Belcher's factory. A policeman came along and tried to send everyone away. There's nothing to worry about, he said. It's just a sudden electric storm, you can all go home. Martin and the two girls were the last to leave. The girls thought Martin knew something about the storm. But they all gave up and went away in the end. And so, no one saw what walked out of the sea. And even if they had, they wouldn't have known what on earth it was.
Chapter 2 An Uninvited Guest Martin woke up in a cold sweat. All night long, men from Mars had been coming to get Mum and Chef, and it was all his fault. It was a relief to wake up on an ordinary South Beach morning. But was it ordinary? There had been something about last night that needed investigating. Martin decided to go down to the beach. He wasn't the only one out early. Jenny and Amina were running along the promenade. They spotted Martin on the beach. He was looking down at the sand as if he was following a trail. They decided to spy on him. It was easy at first, and they got well ahead of him, but he suddenly changed direction, and they had to hide. That was when they got the shock of their lives. Jenny's scream brought Martin running, and they all three stared at what they had found. It was obviously not from Earth. It had big scales and was sort of brownish, round but roughly human-shaped. It had a special kind of computer on its wrist, like a big watch. The creature fiddled with it. Then he turned to the children and greeted them in Chinese. It took a while for the alien to realise that their language was English. And when he did, he spoke it in a strange way. He told them his name was Ollie, and he was from the planet Gia. Where's that? asked Jenny. It's a million, billion, trillion, zillion light years and five metres away, said the alien. They did not know if he was joking or not. He seemed terribly hungry and ate Amina's sweets, wrapper and all. But when the children saw the two women from the hotel walking past, Ollie did something even more amazing. He disappeared. He came back when the women had gone and showed the children that he could shrink too. If only Mrs Rowland's new guest could have seen that! Joe Lowen had just checked in to the Burlington Hotel. He was a journalist on a big national newspaper, and he was feeling cross that they had sent him down to a little place like South Beach. Mystery illnesses and electrical storms were small-time stuff for an ace reporter like Joe Lowen. He thought the Daily News was making fun of him. They thought he was finished as a top journalist. And what he needed was a really big story. A scoop. And if he had known it, the biggest story in the world was about to happen right here in South Beach. Ollie was telling the children he needed their help. He wouldn't say why, but the computer on his wrist was showing a kind of countdown, and that meant trouble. Big trouble. 
only how big, they didn't yet understand. <laughs> That was another Tell-A-Tale Pod production. Remember that you can follow, share and find more of our podcasts at tellatalepod.podbean.com Goodbye! Goodbye. Goodbye. See ya. <laughs>